Hello, this is Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. Well, 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 what do we have here? I know a lot of you already done heard the big news because it went all through the world order. Mm-hmm. All through that galaxy <laughs> of cyber. It's all through cyber, baby. It's all through cyber. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock to fire. Oh, yes, he slapped Will Smith slapped Chris Rock with fire. All right, now, now Miss PSKV going to get into it. Now, we're not going to just have part one of this now. We got to have at least three to four parts. So I will be coming back. Mm-hmm. Talking on this matter because, see, you can't just talk on one episode with this because it's too hot. And it's too much content that have to be covered. When you're talking about the icon Will Smith and the icon Chris Rock. I tell you, I tell you. Well, we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right into it because I know all of you heard that slap. Mm-hmm. And everybody was in shock and wanted to say, well, is it real? Is it real? Wait a minute. What did I just see? Wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. You know, I can't, I, I can't believe that what I just seen. And those that was watching the Oscars that saw it immediately. And those that were sitting in the audience, baby, I know you were shook in your seats. I know you were shook, baby. You were shook. <laughs> That you could not believe that Will Smith marched up that podium, whatever you want to call it, mm, that the Oscars call it. Because you know that's the Oscars now. You can't just say podium. But baby, he just marched up there. And I tell you, he did one of them Ali moves. You know he played Ali. And I tell you, Chris Rock. You should be happy that he didn't go on that, mm, that Ali, that right hand or that left hand and that jab and that, mm-mm. You know how Ali do that thing and he would duck and he would move, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know about them butterflies, baby. You know about them butterflies when it comes down to Ali. Well, Will Smith, mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, he had a lot of characters up in him. He done played superheroes. He done played Ali, you know. And he done played even down to Mr. Williams. I tell you, this here is something else. It is something else why Serena and mm-mm, her sister mm-mm, was sitting in the audience. I tell you, sitting there watching while Will just went buck wild. Keep your, mm-hmm, I don't want to go into the words right yet. I don't want to go into the words right yet. Just keep your, mm, oh, please don't get me started. Please don't get me started. But you know something, when we go into this here about, you know, Serena and Venus, who was raised by a synonymical I mean, phenomenal father who believed in them in their childhood. 
who fathered them and who protected them while they was going out there to prove who they are. I tell you, Serena, you know, and Venus, you have a strong father. I tell you, a strong father that you can remember, not just here in the, from the heavens to the earth, from the earth to the heavens. I tell you, babies, sisters, you have a strong influence that was in your life that took some powerful energy. I tell you that we will never forget that night. But let us get into it. Let us get into it, you know. And I give all my love and, and, and my respect to Serena and Venus and their dad for the hard work that he put into his daughters. I tell you to become icons that, you know, mm, that upset the world. I tell you, baby, them backhands and all of that was going in. And Will must thought he had one of them backhand movements. When you know, he thought he must he was playing tennis at the time. You know, mm. but anyway, we're gonna get into it, babies. We're gonna get into it. You know how Miss PSKB do that thing. You know, you know, you know. I love laughing. So we're gonna get into it about these Oscars, that gold statue. You know, the gold statue that everybody want, you know, for their high achievements. Oh, everybody want that gold statue, baby. Oh, yes, they do. When they going into the entertainment system and they out there dealing with them films, they want that Oscar to represent who they are and what they have done. You know? Mm. Well, let's move from Mr. Oscar right now and get back to Will Smith. You know, and that that slap that slap that now the went into history will you can't just you know sweat that off Mm-mm-mm. no baby you can't just call on by to do that now for you Mm-mm-mm. to get you some ice cold lemonade <laughs> well baby you got to know right now you in the hot seat and baby it is hot it is hot it is hot it is hot and I tell you, Will, right now, you got some people that truly love you, respect you. Oh, yes, Will. And they honor you. They they got all of that for you. But nobody would have ever thought that time you got to that high achievement that you would have lost your cool. And you would have ran up on a stage and you would have struck Chris Rock. About G.I. Joe Jane. All right now. All right. You know. Well, let me finish talking to you, Will. You know, let me just talk to you. Because I know you've been under a lot of stress. I know you've been going through a lot of trials, tribulations in your household. You know, it was a lot that you was going through, my brother. And I know that when you did this here, it was not just a skit. It was not that you was performing. It was that when you got to really go into knowing who Serena, Dad, you hear me? The Williams sisters. That's right. And Venus. Well, baby, when you got to know who Mr. Williams was and how he protected his family. And that's when something just popped into you. I'm telling you, it just snapped into you. It was like a rubber band, like pulled you back together and probably even had you thinking about your childhood and the things that you really want, you know, and wanted to do in your childhood. And I know 
I know, I know, Will, your book is on fire. So I know that you got doop, 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 you know. <laughs> the bar that went up with that book now. I'm telling you, the book with audio, whatever, is probably sold out. Because they want to know exactly what pushed your buttons to get up there and put a fire slap on Chris Rock. Rook, Chris Rock, I know you shook him by this. I know you shook. I know you ain't never think in your life that this would ever happen to you on national wide TV that you would be in history. And like they used to say, that was a punk slap right there. You know, that was just a punk slap. But now, Chris, I'm not calling you a punk. I'm calling you that you carry courage. You carry courage, man. You carry some courage because some baby Brooklyn men's, I tell you, Brooklyn, I'm just calling Brooklyn in the house. And baby, you ain't no way in the world you could slap a Brooklyn brother like that. <laughs> I'm just saying that, Chris. I'm just saying that because that take courage. But one thing you did, Chris, you gave our black brothers some empowerment to know how to stand still and let God fight your battles. That's right, baby. And knowing how to forgive because that takes forgiveness. That takes forgiveness where, Chris, you turned around and said, no, no, no. I will not press charges. Now, that take courage to say, I know I can't just live this thing down, but I'm not going to turn around and call the popo on Will. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to rat him out. <laughs> You know PSKB love that laughter, baby. You know I love that laughter. You know I have to laugh, baby. I got to laugh. That's what keeps us with joy. That's what keeps us with that high blood pressure move from our bodies, you know. And, Will, that's what you need to do. You need to stop that fake laugh, baby, and put some real laughter up in you and cool yourself down. Because let me just get into it, Will. Let me just get into it. Let me just shake some grounds over here, Will. You know, because right now, like I said again, when you was portraying Mr. Williams, you learned that Mr. Williams was a powerhouse when it came down to protecting his household. And I can see, Will, that this thing, not when you got to the Oscars, was not something that just happened. It was already burning into you while you was portraying Mr. Mr. Williams, while you was reading your strip, while you had to go into character, while you had to get your body fixed for it. You know you had to gain that weight to get into that body. Then you had to get into the attitude, the motions, and all of that will. And let me tell you, when you got all up into that will, you turned around and you start saying, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. I done played superheroes and I done played all kinds of stuff, cops, everything. You know, and I have not shown the evidence how to run my household. This man ran his household and he had little of nothing. And he brought out icons. He birthed out icons. He trained them. In spite of what everybody said, Mr. Williams did that. And now you got to look at William and say, well, Will... You know you got part of his name now. The last name, the surname, you got part of that name. So now you got to look at that thing and you got to look at it real good and say, what have I done? 
I know I have been out there working, pushing my children out there, and my wife been out there working, and they've been doing their thing, but what have I been doing as a man? What have I been doing as a king to raise my household in excellence? So that is the part that I see that you coming in and saying, I, I, I just can't take it no more. That's when the snap came in. I've not been defending my family to this degree. I've been listening to the wrong people. I've been carrying on and listening and listening to those that did not mean me no good. And now my household is all on, you know, cyber, telling everybody how my wife was out there sleeping with, no, everybody didn't tell you, Will, she told it on the red table. And then she put you on the red table. And when she put you on that red table, she had no regards about cyber. She had no regards to how this was going to break you down to pieces and that you would not be able to live that thing down when it was already called out that you was the mm, the Obamas baby you and Jada Pickett was the Obamas before the Obamas even got set up even before the Obamas got to even sleep one night in the White House you and Jada Pickett already had that marriage going on that say that you had the most beautiful marriage but baby God is nothing to play with Yahweh tell us this at all times that everything that is hidden will be found that he is the judgment of all things and will this is your opportunity those tears that be coming down your eyes is representing Persian. Those tears that representing right now is the cleansing of your soul. So don't care what people say when them tears flowing down. Because right now God is dealing with you. This is your visitation. To talk to your wife, your sons, your daughter. And I said sons because you was married before you ever got with Jada Pickett. And you had a child that... Before you ever got with Jada Pickett. And now Jada, that is your husband. And see, one thing I have learned even from my mother, I'm just going to give you some wisdom right now. And I birthed out sons. And one thing, and have brothers. And let me tell you, have male cousins. And I have female cousins. But the, what dominated my family was males. So, menship was powerful in my family where some women would come in and say they didn't have men surrounding them to teach them how to be a female and how to be the protector of them. But baby, let me tell you, I had nothing but men all around me. And one thing I learned about my grandmother, my great-grandmother and my mother and my aunties is this. Do not put your king into jeopardy. Do not put him into a, a place where now his life can be in jeopardy. So that means right then and there, you got to be a queen to be wise, to know when to speak and know how to calm your king, baby. And Jada, you say you a queen, but baby, a queen know how to calm her king. 
And right then and there, whatever you felt that that Chris Rock has said about G.I. Joe Jane. Well, G.I. Joe Jane was a soldier, baby. She was a queen showing she cut her hair, balled it up turned around, went into that order, and went out there to be the best of the best. So be the best of the best is knowing how to control a king. You could not even run up there to even try to stop your king. Like I said again, Jada, you did not run to go and stop your king. Will was running up there because the eyes was rolling once Chris Rock made his joke. And it was not a joke that really went big because let me tell you something. My cousin, my male cousins, and the female cousins that we have, because I told you that it was the males that dominated us. And they used to tease us all the time and tease us. And my grandmother used to say to me, because I was the one that didn't like too much about the joking. I wasn't a joking person. And my grandmother used to say, Carolyn, let me tell you something. Don't everything go into your heart. Don't let everything go into your heart. Don't let everything go into your heart. Because a joke is a joke. And you know how your, your male cousins love to um jink. How they love to jank. How they love to joke. You know, and that's, that toughens you up. You know, it toughens you up. So I know about jokes. And I start learning and, and learning how to adjust myself, you know. But let me tell you something. Chris Rock joke was not something that you had to get up there and run like you was over there, you know, with G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe was talking about military. Now you got to go like you was in the military, go up in there, and you got to go up there and slap fire inside of that man inside because it went inside of him that feeling went inside it went inside of him so deep that it's something that he need a psychologist to get that thing out right now he need chris rock need to talk to a psychologist because everything inside of him is burning up that means that his family was watching his children was looking at this he had friends, close business associates watching him and looking at, man, oh man, would you, you mean to tell me, man, oh man, you took that? Man, oh man, you mean to tell me we'll slap you like that and you wasn't up there, um, you know, really coming back? No, I couldn't de- deal with that. I couldn't deal with that. So he got all of that to deal with, Will. You know, you got all your your animosity, your anger out, and you took it out on someone right then and there, you know, right then and there that did not need to have that slap. Even when watching um, Jada at the um, interview when at the red carpet, I could see that the the affair wasn't even that good. You know, I could see the the smile was there, but the the unity was not there so so great. So now here go Jada, you the queen sitting next to your king, and this is his time to be honored. Many times you have been honored greatly. He had been there for you, but not one time have he ever showed out on any platform that you was performing with or receiving award, you know, honor honor awards, you know, the honor ceremonies. He did not show out on that, but he needed somebody. 
He needed someone that said, baby, just sit down. And you can talk to him at the words, you know, about this here. But once she looked at you, once Jada looked at you with them eyes, I know about them eyes, baby. Nobody can fool me about the eyes. Because, see, my mother, my mother was the eye of the eye, baby. When she would look at me and my brothers and I tell you, and I was her only daughter, when she gave us that eye, we know to sit our behind down. We knew not to even say nothing. We knew not to even touch nothing. You know, that eye is something, baby. The eye can go through you. So Will, your queen, went over there and gave you that eye and said, hmm, you want to let that happen? You want to let him talk about me like that? You, you, you know, he said, G.I. Joe. You, 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 you know he's talking about me because I got the bald head now. And you know it's about that alopecia right now. You know, why he talking about me, Will? You know, giving him that eye. And when she gave him that eye, Will lost everything. Because, see, a lot of us don't know the arguments and the, the disagreements that was going on inside of the household. A lot of us don't know about the, you know, you, you, you never take up for me. You never, you stand up for me. You always out there going and you're always with this one and that one. You're never taking up for me. I, I probably would have never been with Austin if it wasn't for you. You know, all of that. All of that going on. And see, Will, I'm so happy that you ain't hit Austin because, you know, Austin was sick. You know, he was sick. And that means that Austin was also being taken advantage, just like Chris Rock. You know, he was being taken advantage of. And your wife, during that time, she had a lot of loss, a lot of trials, tribulation. And she got to go back and look at her childhood and look at the things that she been through. Because she been through a lot also. You know, she been through a whole lot. Even down to grandma. Your mother-in-law have indicated that she had to fight with a substance abuse. And that deals with anybody, with children that have to watch their parents go through any substance abuse. It is hard. So Jada, I know you still on that red table and you talking and talking because the reason why that table was made because of all the skeletons that, that, mm-hmm, them skeletons, mm-hmm, those things that is locked down into the trunk. So we'll please check on my, you know, mm-hmm, cutting the roots, you know, go on my, my podcast and check on, you know, cutting all of those roots. The roots that you got to go down into the belly and you got to recognize that it's there because it's a, see, the subliminal is holding that stuff all up in there, you know. And that's what happened, Will. You got all that subliminal, that subliminal, that subliminal stuff that is hanging over your head down to your mother with your dad, you know, being abusive to your mother and then all of this coming in that you leave your first wife, you know, and you was not standing up for that marriage and go into a new marriage. And that marriage supposed to be the greatest of the greatest. But yet you still was carrying baggage. You were still carrying baggage. And I just want to get into this here, you know, with, with, with Chris. You know, when it said that about the alopecia. Chris 
had a long history about when it come down to hair. He had did a, a powerful documentary to bring attention about that crazy old creamy crack. You know, after he had did that, you know, mm-hmm, that episode with Pookie, he had to come back out with something now mm-hmm, and come out with that. And telling woman, stop putting that creamy crack inside of your hair. And honor your hair. So I know that Chris was not just coming out and just want to talk about mm-hmm, your wife Jada hair like that. I don't, I don't believe that he would do something like that. Because due to the fact, the evidence with Chris Rock have shown that he put work inside of that. He went over to China. He went over and showed about where we get in the hair, what we put in our head. All of these things that he was showing when it come down to black women about their hair. He brought that attention so deeply that it started a whole hair community. So no way in the world do we just look at Chris just coming there to the Oscars just to attack Jada. I believe that it was a joke that turned out to become something that with baggage and side of a trunk that was never got rid of. So anything, any trigger, it gonna just come in to bring an attack. So if you go in to look at Chris Rock history, you will see that Chris Rock also had a love for black women when it come down to their hair. So you know TSKD got to come back with part two because baby, this is too much right here. This is just the introduction. And baby, I hope you will take time to listen to this podcast. And PSKD truly love you. I love you and I love Chris Rock and I love you too, Jada. But I do know that all of you right now going to need somebody to talk to, especially, mm-hmm, especially Chris Rock. Because right now, Will, you have some people that saluting you and said, man, I wouldn't have took that either. Man, I wouldn't have took that. No way. I, you did the right thing. You just went up there and you represented your household. But Chris rock household was upset by that the williams family was upset by that and now the celebration of their dad being acknowledged for the whole world got to come out remembering who portrayed him was up there physically fighting and using profanity while receiving award now that's why them tears was coming down And you said, I asked for forgiveness and please, I apologize and all of that. But you could not apologize to a man that you put hands on. You understand me? That is now with courage. That is the courage. You know where we got to come back on to this thing. You know that Miss PSKV ain't going to leave you hanging. You know we got to come back. This is Miss PSKV coming to you in the comfort of your home. And baby, I love each and every one of you. And I'll be talking to you soon. This is Miss PSKV. So look out for part two because it's going to be hot and it's going to be fiery. Mm-hmm. I better leave that fiery part out because you know that Chris Rock got hit with that fire. <laughs> Chris, you know, Miss PSKV love you. I love you, Chris. I love you. 
And this is Miss PSKV, and I'll be talking to you more about the Oscars and the dishonor that went on between Will Smith and Chris Rock and Mr. Williams. Because it was three men's included. See, some don't look at Mr. Williams, but he was included because this was his legacy. You know? Okay, now. <laughs>